So there's a great, there's a great quote I heard on the podcast, uh, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. It said, "Date the person, not the potential." Oh, that's Date good. Date the person, not the potential. And I was like, "Wow." Yeah. Like the amount of women that have dated my potential, yeah, but not dated who I actually was at the time, mm-hmm. and that's why the relationship ended. They could see my potential when I couldn't. Like I said I've had some amazing women in my life again yeah. in Europe as well, but some amazing mm-hmm. women, and they saw my potential. But I couldn't see it myself. Yeah. So it always ended because they didn't date me. Yeah. They dated the potential or this ideal yeah. version of myself. It was actually you saw me and my potential, but you dated me. I yeah. saw you and the potential of the relationship. So again, yeah. it's a big key thing. Like, again, especially with women. Oh, but he'll change for me. Welcome to the Prime Life Project podcast. A place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to an episode of the Prime Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today I'm joined once again by my girlfriend, Katie. Katie, how are we? I'm good. How are you? I'm right, thank you. Um, so the reason why Katie's back, by popular demand, <laughs> two people, no, I'm joking, um, <laughs> is we did the podcast episode that I'll link in the description about my journey, my story, and basically Katie interviewed me for that. Went down very, very well. And off the back of that, we had quite a few people sliding into both my DMs and Katie's DMs, basically talking about relationship dynamics. So then we thought it might be quite interesting to basically do a podcast on that. And I then put an anonymous Q&A survey thing on my Instagram and the response was incredible. So moving forward, we may actually be doing this a little bit more regularly because for me, it's making you guys part of it as well. Because for long-term listeners, you've been part of the podcast for a very, very long time. And then new listeners as well, kind of getting you interactive and involved. So all the questions we've got today, uh, although I've seen them and Katie's seen them, there's been sort of no planning on this. We basically read the questions out, we kind of put them in some sort of order, uh, and that's it. Like, there's been no sort of planning here to give the perfect answer. It's more a case of we want it to be real, raw, and authentic. And yeah, so I'm going to pass over to Katie to do the little follow on introduction spiel. Yeah, when I don't have an answer for one of the questions, then people will realize that we've not planned it. So, nope. um, so yeah, so we've got a bar- we, we literally had so many questions and we've got a variety of questions. Some we've kind of kind of merged together because they were similar, um, but lots of different themes and things like that. So yeah, because some were just for me and some were for you as well, or both of us, weren't they? Yeah. Um, so shall we just dive in? Yes, we'll straight in. Okay. <laughs> so question one. Yeah. <laughs> Define what a successful relationship is. Yeah, it's an interesting one because when I obviously put this out there, we I think the exact wording I'm use I'm actually get it up on my Instagram as well. So uh, let me find a specific wording because it's really interesting when I put the question out there. I hadn't really thought about this. So the question that I used, so the thing that I actually said was, um, both me and self Katie got quite a few questions about a relationship dynamic based on the podcast episode. So we're going to do a podcast on successful relationships. So I used the word successful relationships. So then this was a very logical question to come back out of that. Like, well, what is successful? And as I sort of mentioned on the Instagram story, and as I want to make it very clear here, like neither me nor Katie are here to preach to claim we have the perfect relationship because we absolutely don't. However, we've got a really good relationship, especially considering that both of us have had really bad relationships in the past. And we're going to sort of dive into that with some of the questions. So at no point here are we saying that this is how relationships should be. It's just for us, we're in a very, very good place with this relationship. And we know that some people struggle with that dynamic because we used to struggle. So actually, if we can provide any value today, then excuse me, that's what this episode is all about. So for me, what is a successful relationship? For me, successful relationship is when you've got two people that are aligned on the same sort of path and journey and understand each other on a sort of level and then can communicate that. And I just want to sort of put a bit of a caveat into this because I'm not sure if it links to any of the later questions. Especially when it comes to my past relationships, my class relationship with someone was actually my girlfriend, of which I didn't <laughs> actually have that many. But my last girlfriend especially, she was the main one I had, and I, you, you have said this to you off the podcast, I do not have a bad word to say about her. Mm-hmm. 
like she was not the problem i was and then we're gonna dive into this in a bit later with some of the questions but for me the successful relationship now is the fact that both of us as have approached it in a way and i think because we were friends beforehand when it actually got to the stage of going into a relationship the dynamic was very different rather than it sort of being like or you kind of date for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and then you're into a relationship, and then you're kind of figuring each other out as you go into the relationship. We knew each other very well before we actually got into the relationship. So I think we both went in beforehand with the understanding of each other and the expectations of the relationship. And as you mentioned on the episode about my story, we were very clear about the intentions and kind of ground rules for what we kind of wanted and expected. And that's then made a really good solid foundation for us to actually build something. Does that make sense? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think, but with this, I would caveat it all with success is different for different people. Absolutely. What we count as, what we class as successful in our relationship could be completely different for other people and everyone's got their own circumstances. But for me, I agree with everything you say, but just to build on that, it for me, a successful relationship or a successful couple are the ones that are having those difficult and comfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just about smiling and you know jumping the way through life all the time it's those ones that are communicating are having those conversations um and for me what's really important to make a successful couple is to kind of grow together so growing individually and pushing each other to be the best versions of yourself Mm -hmm. but not losing sight of you and your own personal journey Mm -hmm. as well because i think i've been guilty of that in the past of just kind of losing myself when in a relationship and i think a lot of people do that as Mm -hmm. well i think they just get very fixated on this one thing when for me it's like no there's two single individuals we've always seen that, that combined we've, we've, together we've all got friends i think people listen to this as well maybe this is you where you basically go into a relationship and then your friends never see you or you don't yeah. see that friend they just disappear <laughs> yeah. and then when it doesn't work out admittedly probably six months later because they've just thrown themselves into the deep end they then come crawling back and it's like a recurring cycle where actually for me my definition of a relationship um and this was again something that it's taken me a while to figure out and it was just a beautiful um analogy that i heard is a relationship should be two circles that come together to form another circle and then when if if it ends you go back to having your individual circles whereas a lot of people in relationships i've especially been guilty of this in the past is someone's got bits missing and they basically try and get it from the other person or you've got an incomplete circle and then their big circle is complete can come in and almost dominate in a not great way Mm -hmm. with like a narcissistic kind of way and control the other person Mm -hmm. so again for me it's um i again this is just my opinion with this and if anyone ever asks my opinion it's I had to be ready to be in a relationship and that's why when it came to us being in that position i had to really ask myself that question and obviously we're going to talk about it with fear as well having a, a, a your little lad involved but a different dynamic to it which made me then have to stop and think whereas previously i hadn't really ever stopped to think am i actually ready to be in this relationship with this person mm. because one of the questions was can you see this i'm skipping ahead was um can you see this relationship lasting mm. like those were questions can you see this lasting yeah and my response to this is which ties into this if you don't see this relationship lasting, this goes for males and females. Like mm-hmm. if you are not entering this and seeing that this is going to last, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like why are you wasting your time, time, energy, effort, money? And again, your youth, like yeah. why are you wasting potentially five, six, seven years of your life just trying to force something? Especially as guys, I think as well, we, 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 we almost feel like we have to. Mm-hmm. Like we, we have to. And again, I was sorry to say as well, but I can only speak as from a male perspective. Like when a woman's kind of, gets that little level it's like oh we're kind of going out and the guy's like well yeah there's nothing really better so kind of yeah and you kind of settle but that's the thing for me that's my commitment my issue with commitment i realized was the fact that i wasn't with the right person so my issue with commitment wasn't commitment my issue with commitment was me being with that person and knowing they were not the right person for me 
Yeah. That was the issue. So to answer the, best, the second question, which I know is not the actual second one, like if you're in a relationship and you're like, well, can you see your person? Can you see yourself this person in the next five years? If the answer is no, then what are you doing? Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Like whether people get butt hurt by that or not, yeah. what the hell are you doing? Especially if there's kids involved, what are you doing? Because you're making it longer and harder mm-hmm. in the long run for yourself. And then it just gets messy. You then, again, wasted five years of your life. It just, the whole thing for me is just like, just have a real honest conversation with yourself before you get into a relationship. And if you actually are in one, I'm not saying break up with your partner. What I'm saying is you can still pull it back. Are you actually communicating? Mm -hmm. Because if you guys don't have a long-term plan, you're kind of just coasting. Again, my opinion with this, and again, all this episode is in my opinion. I'm not saying that I'm a relationship expert or not, but I know that's what I used to do. So for example, my my ex-girlfriend that uh, I spoke about before, she always used to say to me, like, oh, we never talk about going on holiday together. And it's like, because never, I never thought about that. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that far ahead. Yeah. And it's, I knew deep down that it wasn't really right. Mm. But I was lying to myself. I really liked her. She was an amazing person at the time. She was my best friend. And I loved that companionship. Mm-hmm. But as an actual relationship, it wasn't a relationship. Yeah. And again, I look back at that and I'm like, I feel bad. Because again, I wasted years of her life. Mm. So again, it's me speaking from my personal experience on that. Mm. What do you have thoughts? No, I was just going to say, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because you, you hear so many people and I think, especially when you kind of get to our age, so what, we're 34. When we got together, I was not looking for a relationship. I was quite happy, busy working on myself, going on the odd date and, and things like that, but literally just kind of dipping my toe in the water, but with no intentions of mm-hmm. kind of... Me too. Get, getting with anyone. And I think there are so many people that are our, our age, just to touch on it, that feel that pressure to kind of, you know, society says that, you know, you should be married, kids, house, blah, 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 blah. And I think there is a societal pressure to kind of, to do that. But I very much took myself out of that matrix and was like, no, I want to work on myself. And then obviously we kind of, you know, path the line, values and stuff like that. And I think that's really important that people shouldn't feel pressure because to settle for someone that isn't, they're not compatible Mm -hmm. with or they don't want to be with or not best for them just because they feel they should. So there's there's a great quote I heard on the podcast. Uh, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. It said, date the person, not the potential. Oh, that's date good. Date the person, not the potential. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Like the amount of women that have dated my potential, yep. but not dated who I actually was at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why the relationship ended. They could see my potential when I couldn't. Like I said, I've had some amazing women in my life. Again, yep. in Europe, there's some amazing mm-hmm. women. And they saw my potential, but I couldn't see it myself. Yep. So it always ended because they didn't date me. Yep. They dated the potential, this ideal yep. version of myself. It was actually you saw me and my potential, but you dated me. I yeah. saw you and the potential of the relationship. So again, yeah. it's a big key thing. Like again, especially with women. Oh, but you'll change for me. Okay, you're dating <laughs> the potential. Yeah. Like actually, look at what he is now. Not what. You, the, the, and again, this is going back to my story. Like fuckboy Daniel, don't listen to what people say. Mm-hmm. Especially as a guy. Especially if you are that way inclined, you can very easily manipulate someone with the words that you use. You can mm-hmm. tell someone the, the the exact things they want to hear. I did this the other day with a client. I actually sat down and said, "If I said this, 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 and this to you, how do you think?" And she started to smile. And went, "There you go." Yeah. I said, "That's how easy it is." I said, "You're not in a place to date because all someone's got to do is tell you these certain things, and you're putting their hand." Yeah. I says, "You're then going to get manipulated." So mm-hmm. I says, "Don't just listen to what people are saying to you on dates. Actually, see them, see their values and what they stand for." How do they speak to the waiter? Do they message you back? Do they value your time? Are they interested in your personal growth? Are they interested in their, whatever it is that you value, actually look at their actions, not what they're saying to you, because it's very, very easy to say the right stuff. And then the, because again, that's what you used to do. Yeah. So date the person, the actual person, mm-hmm. their actions, that's what they're doing right now. Yes, that's in front of you, mm-hmm. not the potential and what they're saying they're going to do, mm-hmm. or what they're saying they're going to be. Do you, because again, I've told you where I'm going. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like do my actions and values and what yeah. I'm doing align with going into that and if the answer is no then like okay well this person in front of me you said he wants this and I love this I've been sold on his dream but he's a yeah. waster like he's not what like and that's what I'm saying. don't try and paint red, red flags white yeah. so again that's from a podcast I'll link in as well from Keisha and Scott mm-hmm. who is a relationship expert that's one of the best bits of advice I ever got don't paint red flags white yeah yeah 11 minutes in I feel like I've absolutely gone one on one yeah you have <laughs> on it heating up um, okay let's move on to the next question yep. which was we've had this question um, lots of different times in different forms um, which is really interesting actually so how do you deal with conflict in a relationship mm. well this is a big thing for you so why don't you start by answering this um, so for me I've every relationship I've been in there has been a lot of conflict and I'm not naturally a confrontational person, so I've really struggled. Can we with define that. conflict as well for people? Like, what we talk about conflict, not the actual definition. When we say conflict, like say you like perpetrated, you've had a lot of conflict. Like, yeah, I think just um, differences of opinions, um, kind of arguing, arguing cool, yeah. and, and things like <clears throat> that, really. <clears throat> but for me, and I can safely say that I don't think we've ever had an argument mm-hmm. because we don't ever let it get there. And for me, that comes back to communication, which I'll touch on in a minute. But I do think a lot of people in relationships focus on arguments and winning arguments and point scoring and for me that's not what it's about you shouldn't Mm -hmm. be trying to point score and one up the person that you're in at the end of the day it's a team it's a collaboration you should be working together not to try and get those points on the board Mm -hmm. so to speak so i think people focus on winning the battle but then they lose the war yeah it's like that for me is a massive thing because even like let's be completely transparent yesterday we had a heated discussion not it was not an argument there was no raised voices we were literally communicating but it was very passionately communicating because you had very strong feelings i had very strong feelings at the end of the day i was wrong so i completely admitted Mm -hmm. i was wrong but again i could have carried on and carried on and carried on and carried on to win but ultimately what does that achieve exactly so you, you I, I got my, you said your point i then said my opinion you then got back at me and i was like i'm wrong mm. so then i apologized i was like i need to go away and figure that out that was my exact words mm. because again i haven't done that yet not a time to do that but that's yeah. complete transparency for this podcast it's literally last night yeah literally last night before this went out that was it like i said it wasn't there's was no raised voices it was just two people kind of like how passionate i'm talking now <laughs> that's how we were communicating yeah. and then as soon as you said it, i was like yeah i'm wrong yeah. and the thing is and again it's a big thing that actually i want to actually give you credit for on the podcast is that when you put your point across, I then very heavily defended my position mm-hmm. and old you would have crumbled. Yeah. But actually you didn't. You came straight back and then you redefended what you said and actually added more stuff to it. So that's actually kudos to you and your growth of us actually being together because when we first started, you could not handle that. Like if, yeah. if, you, if you got your point, you could not handle it. <laughs> if, if you said something and then I then gave my opinion you could not handle that you saw it as a personal attack mm-hmm. when actually last time you didn't last night you didn't mm-hmm. you took what i said you listened to what i actually said and then you repeated it back as in like you then took what i said didn't take it personally like what is he actually saying yeah i think this is also the point when you're in a relationship people take things personally like last night you had a, you you had a view on something that you got upset about you then voiced it with me mm-hmm. my then rebuttal wasn't attacking you mm. it was discussing discussing the situation, the situation. it was yeah. a situation not personal attack whereas previously you can differentiate between mm-hmm. was discussing the thing and you taking it as a personal yeah. attack so i just want to give you credit for that and i haven't really Thank thought you. about saying that but that was a big thing i realized yesterday i was like mm-hmm. fair play like yeah. yeah actually you didn't you, you literally stood you, yeah. you took it took a second and then you carried on because you were very clear on your point you wanted to articulate mm-hmm. so again that's the big thing i want to talk about communication is such a key thing i can't remember what the question was yeah so the question was about dealing with conflict oh, yeah. so let me just build on that yeah. so F, to your point communication is key i'm going to counter challenge that and say it isn't the communication as such because you can communicate effectively all you want i think it's comprehension with the communication mm-hmm. 
So two people can communicate, but if the other person isn't comprehending it, isn't actively listening to understand, understand yeah. then the communication is futile. Yep. So I think for me on this one, it is that having a discussion, communicating, comprehending with a view that you both want to work, walk away from a situation feeling seen, heard, understood, and mm-hmm. that there is a resolution to whatever that discussion may be. Mm-hmm. And for me, it doesn't have to get to an argument. I don't personally don't see the point in arguments. Mm-hmm. I think that's just when you potentially are struggling to regulate your emotions. And I think at times you've tried to speak to me about things and I've said, I am not in the headspace to deal with this and speak about this right now. I want to process, think, regulate, and then I will come back to you about whatever it may be. It's and normally think, an evening. Like, I think yeah. it's normally <laughs> an evening before bed. We just discuss things if there's anything that's there. Yep. And also another point on that is that's something we've had to work on because, again, I think a lot of women can be guilty of this from my personal experience. Again, I'm sure guys can do it as well. Is that your biggest thing was you would hold on to something and you'd sit with it for two or three weeks and then you come back yeah. to me with it. And by that time, and again, I've learned this, oh, another podcast, I can't remember what the yeah. actual term is, that guys can't work like that. Like mm-hmm. if, if you've said it's okay, we kind of shut that cool door's gone. Done. But women need to go away and process it. Mm. But then I turned around to you and said that you can't wait that long mm-hmm. because that's just then you're sat there building resentment mm-hmm. and anger and finding more things to back up your this headspace that you're in. Yeah. So then actually now you've done a lot better thing of like, when something happens by the end of the day if it happens obviously if it happens in the evening yeah, you, yeah. it's the next day but you never sit for more than anything for more than 48 hours mm-hmm. and then it gets resolved so you're not sat with it and that's a big thing as well because I had to call you out on that yeah. because I'd be like why are we having this conversation three weeks down the line because mm-hmm. I can't do anything about that now I can't even remember what we're talking about yeah. but it's such a big thing to you and then it came across that I didn't care it's not that I didn't care I've forgotten about it because you said it was sorted yeah. so again it's just when something's bothering you it's like you then take two days or a 48 hours maximum mm. and then we have the conversation about it but it's yeah. normally the end of the day and we put it to bed and again to your point communicating on the level because I say mm-hmm. this a lot on podcasts is that a lot of males <clears throat> a lot of women can articulate things very very well a lot of guys can't understand it on that level and that's no disrespect to guys but we're very very simple creatures yeah. so <laughs> if you're trying to be clever and fancy arguing your point like just communicate how you know your partner can actually understand it yeah. don't try and use big fancy words to again win the win the, the argument yeah. actually express yourself very clearly like you're talking to a five-year-old just mm. get it out there make it that simple and basic so that what you're saying can be understood so that the person can then mm. actually either counter it apologize or you can work together to come with a solution rather than just trying to use your big fancy words and throw something back at someone that's happened mm. five six seven eight weeks ago it's like yeah. just no in the moment can you kind of deal with it as quickly as possible but for whatever works for you because you've got to have that cooling off time you have to have that mm. so cool but it's like can you do it in two days yeah, yeah cool perfect so maximum two days we get it sorted we move on yeah and i think in a relationship if you are choosing to be with someone you choose to be with them every single day <clears> and you therefore in my opinion should choose to find resolutions not to point score yep. i think for me it's like a, it's a team it's teamwork mm-hmm. and we want to work together mm-hmm. and not against each other because that's not productive you know for anyone and to your point about the whole i used to hold things in my communication used to be abysmal mm-hmm. like absolutely abysmal and that's not just in a relationship just in general i think i just held everything in i i'm naturally one of those people i guess and for me for anyone out there who also does that i think the whole communicating quickly and resolving because it was literally sometimes some really really minor things that i didn't speak about mm-hmm. i think not only is that beneficial for a relationship but i think individually that is that's helped my like mindset and mental health no end mm-hmm. because it's like out of there, it's done, it's mm-hmm. moved on, it's no longer residing in my head, if that makes sense. So then let's use another example that's happened two days ago, three days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you sorting out the my bowl of oats and I was sat there on my phone. Yeah. You came over to drop the bowl of oats over and I swiped up on a message to close the app down and put my phone down. Yeah. I knew when I did it that it looked dodgy. Yeah. But you didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I was like, okay, because there was nothing dodgy about it. Yeah. I was, I was yeah, just kind yeah. of eating my, my oats and cracked on. It was all good. And then 24, like two days later, you said to me, by the way, mm-hmm. the other day you did this and mm-hmm. it kind of came across and I went, it's funny you say that because I clocked mm-hmm. it and I said, what I was actually doing was making sure I was present. Mm-hmm. So when you brought the oats over, I didn't want to sit there texting or being on my phone while you sat there opposite eating because yep. it was rude. So I was like, oh, I'm closing down what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I can come back to this message later. And then I explained to you, actually, it was my friend who I actually met yesterday yeah. arranging yeah. meeting her. So yeah, you, yeah. you already knew and I was very yeah. clear about it. And it like, there was no hiding. Was like, I can show you the messages. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, it's not about that. I was like, but in my head, it's like you could have made that into something that it wasn't. Yeah. And the fact I clocked it at that moment as well, I was very aware, which again comes to, um, what's the word? My awareness of situations reading it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that looked really dodgy. Yeah. But it wasn't. My intentions were, I want to be present. I'll yeah. come back to this message. If you just swipe up and close the app, it was there yeah. afterwards when I was done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, there's another thing of you didn't hold that in and hold it against me in four mm-hmm. weeks down. Like, oh, you're being sneaky, being this, you're being that. You were like, oh, you did this thing. Like, it probably wasn't what I thought it was, but it kind of made me feel this way. And I was like, oh yeah, actually it was this. And you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I was like, I can show you if you want to. Yeah. So this one comes to when we said about my, the episode when we originally did my story. This was, in my, I don't mind you looking at my phone. Mm. So I've got nothing to hide. Yeah. So that like there's nothing on there that's dodgy at all. It was simply just coincidental that you walked over and I had to swipe up and it happened to be a message on her because yeah. it could have been on the, the, the uh, sport app. It could have been on Instagram. It could have been on anything. It's it most to be on a likely going to have been on Villa, Villa Twitter. There you go. So, so it could have been, so been on anything. It happened to be on a message yeah. to a girl, um, which obviously, again, you know the person who was someone yeah. I was meeting yesterday. But that's the difference where you didn't let that build up. Yeah. It exploded an argument. Yeah. You felt a certain way about it. You told me about it. And again, open honestly, there it is. Mm. So. And for people that aren't used to dealing with that, from my perspective, it's not easy to get there. Like I think, and we'll come on to trust and things like that a bit later, but I do think you need a relationship built on Well, let's, t- let's tie that in, because let's go with this, because this is a big thing for you. Yeah. So what was that question? What was the actual question? Um, the question about trust. Do either of you have trust issues? Yeah, so this is a big thing for you, so mm. I'll let you talk on this. But that was a massive thing where you have found it so weird being in this relationship yeah. where there has been, you've literally just still freaked out where there's been no arguments, yeah. where I'm not trying to point score, where I'm not trying to belittle you, yeah. where, and it literally, you say it all the time, like, this is just really weird for me. It, it's taken you ages to get around it. Yeah. So could you want to talk on that? Yeah. So it, I, I do think it's really hard because I have, you know, my past has not been perfect. And I think I've been in a lot of relationships. Like I say, there's been conflict, there's not been trust issues. And so, you know, we are now in a relationship where we don't argue. I completely trust you with everything, including the most precious thing in my life, which is my child. Mm-hmm. Um, you have access to my phone, which I've never had before. Um, some people asked on the back of that, well, why has Dan got access to your phone? Um, funny story, we went out hiking in Whitby ages ago mm-hmm. and it kept locking and you couldn't remember my number. So mm-hmm. I was like, just go on Face ID because this is irritating me. What do we need it for? We need it for the, the map. Oh, the map, that's it, maps, maps. yeah, maps. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Ev- everyone was like, well, is that because he didn't trust you? I'm like, well, no very simple explanation yeah. from back when we were friends and I've never changed it because and again if I'm, I? and also for out with fear as well I need to pay for something it's just face ID and we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, do yeah. it so it's just real simple again because someone said the same thing to me about it's like no it's got nothing to do yeah. with it's just because you have it access to something doesn't like, mean that you, I've you, never been on my phone no it's just like I've got my access to my mum's house the keys doesn't mean I go there <laughs> yeah. all the time and use it no it's weird Like, but if I need to use it and that's what it's yeah, there yeah, for yeah. I don't, don't, if not Exactly, and this is the thing. Like, I trust you enough that I don't have to snoop through your phone. Yeah. And that's the difference. That, yeah. The difference is, like, I don't have to snoop because I trust you. Yeah. And so I, I don't, like, and it, again, especially if we're going to talk about it with the swinging stuff, mm. the whole basis of that is trust. Yeah. And the whole thing is, you knew me as a person before we started. So yeah. you knew everything about me. So you knew it. 
So I then couldn't start lying to you. So when I, we started dating, it was a complete fresh, clean slate. Mm. There's no, I, I didn't need yeah. to lie about anything, about who I was, what my past was. This is me. And for the first time in my life, I don't get the anxiety of you near my phone. Yeah. What, what's she going to find? I don't get the anxiety of, because if I'll be texting, you'll be looking over my shoulder. Mm. Not, not in a weird way, but yeah. you'd be, be there. But, like, but, yeah, but again, but, but before, like, oh, kind of, like, because I was being sneaky. Yeah. Whereas I'm, for the first time in my life, I don't have to pretend to be anyone. Yeah. I can literally be me. I can show up. And it's what I'm saying before, when um, we've ever had conversations with like, I completely trust you, but I'm important, I trust myself. Yeah. I don't need to do anything. It's just completely changed the whole dynamic of it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of then, so do you want to change more on trust? Yeah, and I, yeah, I think for me, um, what was I going to say? It is at that place where I do trust you, but having been in relationships- Why do you trust me? I'm just throwing it out there, like for people that's wow. like, people oh, that are, is a really yeah, good people question. Are, why do you trust me? So I think for me, our relationship was built on friendship we helped each other with mm. both stuff and i think our personal values are aligned and we helped each other to grow and mm. we pushed each other to grow and be the people that we both want to be individually mm-hmm. before we were even in a relationship so mm. i trusted you as a person before you were my boyfriend yeah so then that was just a natural evolution from that mm-hmm. and like you say i knew everything about you in your past you knew everything about me in my past and we were like okay that is okay because that past behavior and what we've both done in the past we can accept that that's not translating and that's not who we are now Mm -hmm. and how we are going to operate in a relationship Mm -hmm. now but i think for me to build on that i think it's what i found difficult is that i completely trust you i know that you trust me but when we are in a relationship you act like like your actions are aligned with what you say Mm -hmm. so like you say you, you know you don't go through my phone like you don't ask questions that previous people that I've been with have asked you know there isn't conflict and there isn't argument and I think for me this is going to sound potentially a bit bizarre to people I found that hard Mm. so the absence of being shouted at and conflicts and arguments has been really hard because me and my body in a relationship is used to that Mm -hmm. it's used to that chaos and then when it's not there I think naturally sometimes you can try to get that from somewhere do you know what i mean i'm, like, I'm so glad you said that because sometimes some, sometimes you, and you've not done it for a while but can we have it out the other day everything's mm. <coughs> happened this, yeah. this, last, last week um where but some, your concept of time is yeah, also no, appalling terrible. <laughs> where, where sometimes um you try and get a rise not i don't think it's intentional but sometimes right. you're wanting to get an emotional response out of me and i have to make it very clear and i will literally the words that i use were I'm not emotionally responding to this. You're not yeah. going to get the emotional response. I'll make it very clear to you, the response you're looking to get, you're not going to get from me. Yeah. I'm very like, no, cut for it. This is not, I know yeah. what you're doing. This is not going to happen. And then sometimes on that, like I don't, because it's been ingrained with me, what am I, 34? How long have I been an adult for? Like what, 18 years or whatever? No, 16 years. It's like so within me. And then you, you say that and I'm like, I didn't even realize I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't engage. So, you don't engage, and then that makes me think, and then I can kind of yeah. self-check and self-regulate. And we've also had a conversation again, not recently, but about that doesn't mean I don't care because I think yeah. for you, you were like, well, he's not emotionally, he's not emotionally, he's not emotionally responding. He's not doing this. Like I'm trying to get a rise. He's not rising. He doesn't care. And I've had to yeah. explain to you, no, I care enough to not yeah. do this. I care enough about the relationship to not actually do mm. what you want me to do. And it's yeah. not to say not that you want consciously on a subconscious level. And then it's just like, it kind of then brings it back around of, oh, actually, this mm. is why he doesn't raise his voice. This is why yeah. we're talking. This is why when I try and get a rise out of him, it, it doesn't bite. Mm. It's like, no, because actually I value the relationship more than hitting that quick thing. And again, it takes, it takes a lot. To, and as you know, like I am constantly yeah. on, like for me to be, I say, 
I'm just gonna say it, like people listen to the podcast, you know, I, I vibrate on a good level. Yeah. Like most of the time, you, you probably agree, you see me every single, yeah. I, I vibrate at a good level. Yeah. I'm good most of the time. There's only a couple of things that knock me off, mm-hmm. but for anyone to try and knock me off, good luck. Yeah. Then it happens. It happens. Yeah. I, but I normally do it to myself more than no one does it. Yeah, I do it to do. myself. <laughs> but the difference with that is like, you're not gonna knock me. Yeah. Like, because I value myself yeah. over you getting your little weird fix and yeah. I value our relationship <laughs> over you. But that's, that's the truth of it. And again, yeah. I'm, again, I'm literally not saying anything that I don't say to your no, face. No, no, no. So it might be weird for people listening to this, but I literally say this stuff yeah. to your face as we're doing it. And again, I'm not saying this is like, I don't coach you while we're doing it. So I'm going to be clear, like I'm not like <laughs> coaching you through while we're doing it, but I'm just very matter of fact about it yeah. because I don't believe in wasting time, energy, or effort on things that aren't moving my life forward. Yeah. And again, as we said on the episode about me, I told you when we got together, my train's moving that way. You jump on board or you don't. Mm-hmm. And that makes me selfish. Cool. And I, I even admit that I'm a little bit selfish. But actually, yeah. I don't care. I don't care because you knew me and what I was about before yeah. and you agreed to sign up to it. Mm-hmm. And actually, for everything that I'm selfish with, I'm also very selfless. Yeah. So it's kind of finding that balance. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think on that, to tie that back around, we both knew what each other was like. Yeah. We both knew, and there's a question on this later, but <clears throat> both knew, I guess, I hate this, but not strengths and weaknesses, but what we excel at and mm-hmm. then also what we both find difficult and yep. we were both worried that and back to your point of dating who is in front of you mm-hmm. not this potential yep. like potential is great and being aligned and on that same train bus whatever is fantastic but mm-hmm. you've got now yep. you know who knows what the future holds for everyone but yeah next question what we got next question there's any more on that anyone to touch on with the trust um, on trust no i don't think so yeah that's a yeah, big thing okay so this is a random question mm-hmm. is it okay for your missus, oh, I hate that phrase, <laughs> to dictate how a man dresses. Yes. So, <coughs> I, so this question actually drained at me. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I've got no issue saying I, that. I've got issues with the word dictate. Dictate, yeah, you don't dictate. I think it's a bit no, no, so, so, so let's then, let's just, just talk about this. Like when we first got together, to, to the person that I was then to where I am now, even long-term listeners of the podcast, you'll see the podcast has changed. I've changed, I've evolved, grown, the content has evolved, grown. Uh, I'm not the same person. Mm-hmm. and that's a conscious thing mm-hmm. and you'll also notice that how i dress i used to wear the prom life project hoodie and t-shirt and that used to be representing all the time i then realized that the person i want to be and show up as the world as that doesn't just dress like that so that i'm trying to dress as this different person and obviously from your background of being upper middle class <laughs> i basically said to you listen can you kind of wow. I, I want to be i want to dress differently how do i kind of do it Cause i don't have good fashion sense and this goes back to literal my entire life i've always shopped with women do you ever need to buy a new wardrobe if I go by myself, it's a white t-shirt, it's a black t-shirt, it's jeans, that's it, basic, beige, yeah. I don't care. I didn't even get white trainers, just black trainers, whatever. And then um, I had to go on a holiday once and I got someone that's like a, a fashionista, like a proper actual yeah, fashion yeah. designer that went shopping with me. It's that holiday in Santorini that I mentioned on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to basically impress my ex-girlfriend so much. She's wow. a friend of mine, she came shopping with me and I looked insane, like some of the, t- some of the color combos, I looked so stylish, but I'd never pick it myself. Wow. Never pick it myself, like some of this stuff. But then to the point now where like the pastel colors of the uh, the jumpers that I wear, even this jumper here, like the stuff that I wear, like it's, I, you've basically said that this look good on you. And yeah. then I trust you because you again can see this is where I want to go. Yeah. This is where I'm taking my business. This is how I want to show up. Mm-hmm. This is what, this is what the kind yeah. of, those kind of people wear because I've got no concept of it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's perfectly okay. But again, if your missus is literally dictating to you, you have to wear this. That's very different. You yeah. don't tell me anything. I've asked for your advice. Yeah. And then you've basically said, I think these look good. I then pick what I think will suit me because yeah. some things don't suit me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never going to wear that. Yeah. But then other ones were like, actually, that's great. I would never have thought of that. Try it on. This is perfect. Like even down to this, I would never have got this fleece. Yeah. But you're like, oh, I think it's good on you. But like, cool. Well, actually, it's really comfy. So I'll wear it. So yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, yep. it's a good question. 
Okay, I don't really have anything to add on that, no. to be honest. Um, <laughs> well, I don't dress you, so I mean, it's <laughs> relevant. Um, okay. Go on. How do you deal with Katie's moments when she lacks any common sense? Mm. And who, who said that? My sister. Your sister. So, although, <laughs> so, although, so although, although these are anonymous questions, uh, she, she put her name on the end. She put her name on the end, so it was her. So, uh, Emily, thank you for this. Um, so, you're very, very smart. You're very smart, but you're book smart. You don't have street smarts. So again, we talk about when we knew each other beforehand. I knew that. I knew that about yeah. you. Like you are not street smart, but you are very academic and book smart. Whereas yeah. I'm the opposite. Like I'm very street smart. I'm not necessarily, which again is why we complement each other so well. Yeah. So for me, the, 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 this whole thing is the first time and only time I've ever actually shouted <laughs> at you. Shouted, full on, like shouted. shouted. And I want everyone to picture this. We're in Canada with Katie's family and Katie's dad, who's an absolute unit. And... We've got this, so it's for Canada Day. It's Canada Day. So, Summer. When I used to live in America, there was these Dairy Queen ice cream cakes, and they are insane. I've always wanted to have one, and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go buy one for everyone for this Canada Day. So we buy one, and then Katie then decides that she's going to cut the cake, and it's an ice cream cake, so it's very, very cold. So Katie then couldn't cut the cake properly. So she then decides to, bear in mind, this is a big, sharp kitchen knife. She decides to grab the blade of the knife, literally like a handshake, to then cut through the cake. Now, if anyone can envision this, if she then managed to cut through the cake, it would have sliced her fingers off because it had gone straight <laughs> through and the knife would have gone through and it would cut off the top of all of her fingers. That's what was going to happen. So I was like, what the F are you doing? Literally shouted straight away. She's like, what? I'm like, you are literally grabbing the blade of the knife and pushing down on an ice cream cake and it literally just severed it. It would have severed it because it was a sharp knife. It would have severed yeah, my off. hand would have been gone. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what part no. of you... But that, that's the only time really that you've done anything like that. The rest of the time it's just minor stuff and I just laugh. Yeah, the rest um, of the time it's just like knives in the toaster, minor. Yeah, but you've done it with, yeah, look at some plugs. <laughs> it's just little minor stuff where, again, it's just funny. So I did, again, it doesn't bother me. I see it for what it is. So yeah. I know that Emily finds that funny, but it, yeah, yeah you, you do have your moments. I have my moments of stuff as well. I'm sure you've got to put up with, but it's not a big thing for me. Like it's a little, <laughs> I, I just laugh about it. Good. So there, that's the only time that I've ever shouted, yeah. which is understandable. It was very understandable. I, I was actually in hindsight. At the time, I was a bit like, what? Yeah, what are you shouting at, yeah. Hmm. But then I think it was then when everyone else kind of reinforced what you were saying. Mm. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, moving on. Oh, interesting. How do you deal with outside influences in your relationship and things like gossip? Oh, how do you handle it first? I'll go to you. I'll flip back to you. Um, so, gossip, I just don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't care less. I don't really have much else to say on mm -hmm. that. People can gossip about anything mm -hmm. in life, mm -hmm. not my problem. Um, I think outside influences is an interesting one. So for me, I have kind of lived my life where what other people think has been really important to me. And I think probably over the past three years, that is less so. I'm definitely more um, sure of who I am and what I want in life. Mm -hmm. And I'm not prepared to let people deviate me from that plan. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I've seen a lot of things around recently that you, know, you need to date someone that your family like, that your friends like, that this, that, da, 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 da. No, you are the only person other than the other person that are in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And how you both are in that relationship, for me, is more important than great aunt Jane and what she thinks about your relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, really, I'm not that bothered. Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, that's kind of my very simplistic views on it. But I also think with that as well, like if you have a horrible track record of partners and your friends are like, this guy is literally the same as all of your ex-partners, I feel like you probably should listen to what they're saying in that regard. However, if they've never met this person and they're just judging them on first looks, first impressions, that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, don't necessarily have a bad relationship with your family, especially like your dad's side, like Mm -hmm. fantastic. And again, your sister and one of your brothers, like fantastic. It's your other brother that we've got an issue with. And if he's listening to it, hello. Um, (laughs) Don't think he will be, probably his girlfriend who again don't have a problem with um but it's then like friends as well like i've not really met many of your friends which is quite interesting like you've mm. met a lot more of my friends than i've met yours mm. but i think you're right like when it comes to influences i don't really care mm. um i've i've got to the stage now where i trust myself and i've got enough self-awareness to know if i've made a mistake mm. if things aren't right because I think the worst thing you can do in a relationship is you go and speak to your friends about your partner and start bitching. Yes. Because then your friend will only hear the worst things about your partner mm-hmm. because you're not going there and talking about all the amazing things they do. So then your friend then builds up that your partner is a dick, mm-hmm. is not a nice person. So whenever there's a bit of a conflict, you then go to that friend and your friend thinks that your partner isn't a good person. So they're always going to side with you, back yeah. you up. But so actually that go, they've got a bias. Mm. So then actually you might end up breaking up or having resentment towards your partner for no reason. Yeah. So my genuine opinion is, again, people can do what they want. I don't really care. But my genuine opinion is stop speaking to your friends about your partner. It's none of their business mm-hmm. because you're never going to go there and get the response that you want. And you think that your friends are there to help you, but what you're doing is just giving them confirmation bias to your point of view. Yeah. So if you're the victim of this situation, even though it might not be the victim, for example, it might, that, that cake situation. Yeah. So again, if you're going to tell your friends, oh, Dan shouted at me, Dan, and it's like, what? So yeah, yeah I, was just, I was just cutting this cake and then he shouted at me from my whole family and it made me feel the same way. Yeah. Oh, Dan's such a dick. Yep. But actually, you haven't held the whole thing. You then are basically, again, you, you, you're like, I'm the victim. You shouldn't have shouted at me. You go and tell your friends that you're yep. the victim. And then your friends confirm you're the victim. And then your friends now think I'm a dick. Mm. And it's, it's just, again, and that's an extreme example. But mm. it's very easy for outside influences to then inf- like to affect your relationship. Mm. But actually, if you two are on the same page and you've got that trust now, that openness, mm-hmm. it's not matter what anyone else says. Mm-hmm. unless it's something like oh by the way do you know that your girlfriend's sliding into my dms yeah. that's a different thing that's yeah, outside yeah. influence <laughs> where you got to kind of be like what take it a bit seriously yeah but apart from that i don't really care mm. like it's no one's business like i, I mean i say possible i don't care what your family think of me mm. i'm not bothered and again i don't think you really care about what no, your family like think I of love me your family, yeah but yeah i'm in a relationship with you yeah exactly not your family and again same with friends it's I'm like in a relationship with you, not your friends. exactly <laughs> and i said i'm not here to be friends with your friends like yeah. I've, I've obviously spoke to some of them before yeah. on instagram and stuff but like if i got met them it's like oh they're not in my cup of tea well, it's not my business. They're your friends, not my friends. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, cool, I'll put it with them for the, for the sake of that. Yeah. And that, for me, when it comes to influences, it is hard. Yeah. Um, especially at the start as well, when we got together in such a situation, the whole thing around yeah. that, there was a lot of people that potentially did have an opinion. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't, unless you're going to come to me directly and ask mm. me my opinion, you can gossip as much as you want. I don't care. And with the whole situation of the gym, the biggest thing from that episode was that most people were like, I had no idea. No, you didn't, because I didn't talk about it. Yeah. I literally left my head held high because I did nothing wrong. Yeah. With the amount of gossip that was told about me, which is hilarious because on my phone, I've got all the evidence to back up everything that I say. Yeah. Everything I said in that episode, I've got all the, the evidence to back it up. Yeah. So they can gossip as much as they want. I know the truth. I don't care. And yeah. the same situation between me and you. I know the truth. People can gossip as much as they want. I don't care. Yeah. It, it does not bother me because I know the truth. And as long as I know the truth, that's it. Like, yeah. Now, if I'm lying to myself, that's a different ball game. If I'm lying to myself and trying to convince myself of something that's true and it's not, mm-hmm. then that's on me. Yeah. But actually, I know myself well enough to not lie to myself. Yeah. 
And I think the only... Uh, does anyone know of a good videographer that's... Uh... <laughs> 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 I don't think anyone could hear that, but Mikey, Mikey's phone just went off in the, in the background. So, uh, yeah, taking on applications, uh, hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> That's a slide into the DMs. Yeah, yeah slide into the DMs. <laughs> Got off we go. Um, I think for me, that when I just said I don't let gossip affect me, mm. that was probably the last time I did, mm-hmm. in the sense of we were in that place where we weren't together, we were really good friends, and we were very much like, we are not ever going to be together because we've said we're not going to be together. and from my perspective, I was letting kind of outside influences and what people thought of me affect my decision making. Yeah. And then I was like, hang on a minute, why am I letting other people rule my life? Because yeah, I had someone message me and saying like, oh, uh, you said that you were, you'd never go out with someone who's got a kid. Yeah, change my mind. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, because I said something once, it means yeah. I can't change my mind. So I'm just like, and again, oh, you said you'd never go out with Katie. Yeah, because I had no intention of going out with Katie. Yeah. I genuinely had no intention of going out with you. Mm. So it doesn't mean I lied. It means I changed my mind. Yeah. And I'm more than entitled to change my mind if situations and uh, circumstances mm-hmm. situations change. And that's what people couldn't understand. Yeah. There was a lot of people at that time as well that were close to us. Then turned out they weren't as close to us as potentially we thought. Yeah. And again, go and gossip as much as you want. Yeah. They know the truth as well. But yeah, again, people, people, part, but people love it? gossip. Yeah. So if people want to, I'm so above gossip. I don't care. Mm. Like, I really don't care. Like, like I said, I'm trying to vibrate at a level. Like, yeah. and in the nice way possible, and then with the utmost respect and no, dis- genuinely no disrespect. In ten years' time, the people at that place and a certain person are going to be of complete irrelevance to my life. Yeah. They're just going to be a story that I tell on stage. And that's yeah. it. So I don't. Ca- I really don't care. Yeah. Like, and it's taken me again. Even I talk about it, and from the last episode, it does still affect me to more than I thought it did. Mm. But it's less than it used to. Yeah. So for me, I know that it's just it is part of the journey. It is what it is. I'm not bothered by gossip. Outside influence, outside influence can only ruin your relationship if you let it. It's yeah. like a ship. Like water can only sink a ship if you let the water inside. So outside influence and gossip can only ruin your relationship if you let it. Yeah. So that's my opinion with it. I'd rather speak to you about something about here than mm-hmm. just listen to the gossip because that's also what people do. They listen to the gossip and don't actually speak to their partner about it, which then comes back to yeah. the trust and communication we spoke about. Yeah. And they're probably going off a story they've got inside their head, not actually the reality. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Okay, um, how do you balance everything when you're in a relationship? Um, well, this is more probably for you because you've got you balance a lot. You've got two jobs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess for me, I and I guess also this probably touches on why we work so well. We're both very much like routine, scheduled time, and everything like that. I think if we were both very free spirity, we would struggle, mm-hmm. and we would struggle to make time for each other and time for the relationship. But I think you've spoken about it in the past, like we schedule a date night um, every week. Do we, we schedule it or do I schedule it? No, you schedule it. I schedule it because I need to tell my date, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you schedule try, a date try night. Schedule, no, date night's mine. Like, don't try and take that from <laughs> no, me. with me though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean like, I, that's my idea. Don't try and <laughs> take that. It was your idea don't try and, and take that was that a really me. good idea. Don't so we have that me. in. And we also um, try to make time. So for example, go and get our steps in at the same time just to kind of catch up throughout the week and stuff like that. Um, but for me it is difficult like you say I do have two jobs I have a child I play hockey multiple times a week um, I'm in a relationship with you and which again the hockey else. which again let's talk about the hockey you stopped playing hockey I yeah. made you I didn't make you but I, I suggested yeah. you go back and play hockey again yeah. because I noticed that you like it was affecting you yeah. like it was part of you that the, <laughs> you were missing it was yeah. missing it was like I think you stopped playing hockey yeah. again you were against it so we're just going to play one game yeah. and then that was it you got back into it again yeah. so that's also again me knowing you on that level yeah. I was just like something's not quite right mm. here and we had a conversation about it. I, was like, I think you need to stop playing hockey again yeah. so again we then made it work because yeah. again that then takes up a lot of my time because I, like, I go and watch you mm-hmm. so again that's more time that I don't have but it's like mm-hmm. well, actually the bigger picture it makes you feel better and once yeah. I, was, I know you're not my wife but happy wife happy life it's like yeah. actually if, you, if you're in a better place it makes my life easier yeah. so it's like well, what can I do so for me with the balance to sort of tie back to me it's like, like I've got my schedule I've got my routine mm. and again I'm very selfish mm-hmm. however when things need doing 
I will do it. Yeah. So for example, there's days where I know you're busy in the morning. I can see you frustrated. I'll take I'll take the day to school. Yeah. So you've not asked me to do that, but I can see mm. you're busy. I can actually then move my schedule. I'm still busy. Mm. I like, but I, I can move that. And again, yeah. you say, oh, can you pick him up? Yeah. Or I've got this meeting in the evening. Can you look after him? I am very flexible and I'm very lucky because I'm self-employed. So I get that. I know everyone doesn't have that. But I will move my schedule around. Then there's other times of like, I am not going to compromise, especially during the day. Yeah. It's like, I need this space. And I've even said to you sometimes, you can't work in the office yeah. because you're a distraction. Yeah. And that's, that's me being selfish, completely yeah. selfish. But you can go and do your stuff in, in yeah. the, you've again, got a nice bench. And it's not a case of poverty <laughs> kitchen. But it's like, sometimes like, I, again, I'm, I should articulate that yeah. because we had that thing where actually I didn't articulate that and I ended up bashing heads. Yeah. So we had a conversation about it. We've come to a conclusion. Yeah. Now, that means you still do work in here, but more often than not, if I've got something busy that I need doing, mm-hmm. that's that. And then yeah. the balance again is just communication. You can see my diary. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can see yours as well. Yeah. So we can, yeah. when I'm booking things in, it's like, oh, is this going to conflict and blah, 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 yeah. blah. So again, it's just what what you want to prioritize. I think a lot of times in relationship, because when I'm being selfish, I'm, I'm selfish to grow the business mm-hmm. and grow the business because then it helps all of us, like yeah. you, Theo, as well. So mm-hmm. it's, it's for everyone's yeah. thing, essentially. But it's not selfish in the fact of that it's causing you guys any harm. No. So I'm not like, do you know what I mean? I'm not, uh, what's the word? I'm not, um, I'm not selfish in a negative way in the sense of it affects you guys at yeah. all. It's just, I know I'm very respectful of my time. Yeah. Is that, is that making sense of no, this? Like you, you, sense. you know what I'm saying with this, don't yeah. like, I'm not, I'm I, not, I, I don't, I don't take the piss. No, 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 no. And I think for me, it is that it comes back to, to teamwork and stuff. So we both have a lot going on. Yeah. We both are very busy people. We prioritize, prioritize that time for each other. We also prioritize, why can't I speak today? Mm. Prioritize mm-hmm. time for kind of you, Theo, and I to do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we have like, we go to the villa and we do all of that mm-hmm. great stuff, which is awesome. But then I equally, let's bring it back to before we were together. We were both fiercely independent people mm-hmm. that enjoy spending time on their own. And to your point about the office, I think we both realized that actually sometimes it is annoying being in each other's space when we've both got calls or trying to listen or whatever. So we have kind of separated physically that a little bit mm-hmm. and where we need to. Yep. Um, and I think for me, balance is different and it changes and there's no such thing as, I guess, a perfect balance. And well, you use like, I use a Rubik's Cube analogy, that's about yeah, progress all the time. Yeah. Like you can't, it, it changes. You yeah. can't and it is evolutionary. And to your point about the time thing, like I do have a lot going on. Like I do do a lot of the stuff in the house, like the laundry and the food prep and all of that stuff. But equally you can see, hang on, Katie's doing this, this and this this morning. In an hour, she can get that all done if I take Theo to school. Mm-hmm. And actually, then and that, do stuff in the morning. Yeah. So while you're doing it all in the morning, so again, I don't mean to cover that. Like again, yes, you do the food prep, mm. but normally when you're doing that, what am I doing? I'm looking after Theo. Yeah. So then you don't have to mum. Because yeah. yeah. like if you didn't have to mum, you then couldn't do all the stuff you want to do, and then you won't have time to then yeah. do your job. So exactly. again, and that's what I'm saying. So when it, but it's then just it, a team, it's just exactly. making it work, and yeah. it's give and take. And I don't think being in a team is fifty-fifty all the time if any of the time mm-hmm. i think it's always push and pull mm-hmm. and i think that changes yeah you know there's other times where for example you know on an evening where i don't know you're on the radio or something then i'm like actually i now have three hours to absolutely smash out all the all of your invoicing all of this all of that all mm-hmm. the other and it's just kind of making sure that over the course of the week everything gets done mm-hmm. and everything's satisfactory yeah. and everyone is content yeah i think um when it comes to i'm, I'm trying to think about the word selfish and trying to just find that a bit better because it's still because I've used that word quite a lot. I don't think I'm selfish. I just prioritize myself. Yeah. So I think selfish is the wrong word. I just prioritize myself mm-hmm. uh, pretty much all the time unless I can see it's going to affect you or mm-hmm. Theo and then I'll then mm-hmm. shift it, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I always prioritize myself rather than being the people pleaser. Yeah. 
and that's the difference so i've used the word selfish a lot i don't think it's selfish that's the wrong word it's i prioritize myself mm-hmm. because i know that if i don't prioritize myself i then can't be the best version of myself it then affects other people in the area yeah. however if like i said you need to have to fear when you need to do something then the priorities yeah. shift but the, any other time i'm not going out of my way to people please for you yeah because you don't need me to people please for you you can look after yourself yeah, yeah. and probably i'll just skip to this question yeah. because i think it's probably relevant is how have you adapted to having a little person in your life and like what are the best bits what are the worst bits because obviously like you touched on you said to somebody one time you never want to you never want children you never want to be in a relationship with somebody that has a child or children Mm -hmm. obviously we are in a relationship and i have a child um so kind of how have you adapted to that and what are the best and worst bits um it's been an easy adaption um because i'm not his dad so i'm not trying to be his dad Mm -hmm. so i think that's a key thing of when you've said before about how close my relationship is Mm. because i've not tried Mm. i've not tried to be anything to him i've just been me so how mm-hmm. I, and again, as bizarre as it sounds, I just show up as me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to impress, show up. I'm, I'm just, this is me. Yeah. So I play computer games with him. He loves it. And again, he tries to beat me and, and, and cheat sometimes. So I'll call him out on it. Yeah. And again, if he lies, I'll call him out on it. Mm-hmm. So the other day, he basically was doing something when we were playing Sonic Races. He did something and I saw him do it. I then, he then asked me a question. I said, no, because you were doing this. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're not telling the truth. I said, you are lying. And he says, no, you're not telling the truth. I says, you are lying. We don't lie. Mm-hmm. Lying is very bad. So again, I hold the line, line with him. Like I'm mates with him. We play computer games all the time. And that's the thing. I'm, I'm his mate. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be his dad because I'm not his dad. Mm-hmm. However, I will hold that line. Mm-hmm. You do not lie. You do not speak to mummy like that. Mummy mm-hmm. said this. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's what yeah. it is. So it's that boundary. He knows where he stands with me. Yeah. That if I'm saying something, he knows he's done wrong. Yeah. Because I don't get involved unless I need to because it's not my place. I'm not there to parent him. Yeah. I'm there to almost be like that guide for him. Yeah. And again, we have real deep chats about stuff. Like he talks to me about his mind and his emotions. Yeah. And again, that was the thing that you find the most bizarre. He'll ask me, ask for you to talk to me about, so I then go talk about his emotions. Yeah. And it's like, I've not spoke to him about that. Mm-hmm. He just seems drawn to me. And again, I think when it comes down to the energies, the, yeah. the, the, well, again, whatever you want to believe, I don't care. When you're vibrating at a certain level, you attract the right kind of people. Mm. And I think kids very much pick on energy. 100%. So if he's in, exactly. So if he's seeing my energy, He's just feeling a certain way. I want that energy. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. he wants me. He wants the energy. Yeah. So if I didn't have the energy, he wouldn't necessarily want me. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's been a really easy transition because I've just been me. I've not tried to be anything. Yeah. It just so happens that there's a person now in my life that happens to be four, nearly five. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, that's it. But I'm not seeing it as anything else than that. Um, the best bits are that I've again helping ride the bike, uh, which again is something I didn't want to have to do, but it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it happened. It happened that way. Like I'm, you get to a certain age, someone else doesn't want to do it, then I've got to do it. Um, so that was, that was again one of the proudest moments of my life. But again, with that, I said this at the time, felt a lot of guilt mm. because that was one of the proudest moments of my life, and I felt I'd taken that from someone. Yeah. But then equally, if the other person's not going to step up, it's about him, the little person, yeah. not me. Always so, prioritizing. Exactly. Him. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. But that was a very proud moment for these little moments like that, mm. and also my communication style, I think, has improved because I've had to explain stuff to a four-year-old, five-year-old. Mm. And as that old saying goes, if you can't explain it to a four or five-year-old, you don't really understand it. Yeah. So the other day, when he was struggling at bedtime, and he's yeah. talking to you about his thoughts. Mm. You then, Danny, have to go deal with that. I obviously got thrown I in the deep like, end. I, I could, and I, it, I reflect on that because I was like, I can't articulate this right now. Mm. Like, yeah, but so now at I, his level, so I had no idea what had gone on, mm. and you went, you need to go talk to my thoughts. So then, he, and then I then literally went and started to explain, but again, because I understand it. Yeah. And you say, if you can't explain to a five-year-old, don't really understand it. Yeah. and that's the thing now where I'm learning to communicate with a five-year-old, which then shows me I actually do not talk. Well, I knew I knew what I was talking about anyway, but yeah. it really shows that. Mm. So that's the best part. The worst part is I hate crying kids. <laughs> I hate it. I still hate it. It <laughs> winds me up, especially fake crying. Fake and crying. I, I understand this part. I understand. I, I get it's kids, but that for me, I why I've, that's why I've always not wanted kids in my life. I just hate mm. crying 
whining kids now luckily Theo's not like that at all like he, he does have his moments because he's, he's still four or five years old yeah. I say four or five he's gonna be five literally in a couple of weeks um but that's the thing for me I, just, I yeah. don't like it I've, I've got no time for it um and that, that, but that's it. But that's, that's it but that's it he's, he's he's not like that at all he's just a great kid like Jeremy's yeah. a really, really good kid he's really well managed really well behaved um most of the time um but then he yeah so for me it's, it's been a real easy transition to mm. be fair yep and now you've got a football buddy yep there you go mm. Um, okay, and a follow-on yep. from the follow-on. <laughs> Do you get on with Katie's ex for the sake of the little boy? No. In, in a blunt answer, if anyone wants to understand more of that, they can go and listen to the episode where I shared my story. Um, but I want to make it very, very clear, very crystal clear. Um, as far as Theo is concerned, me and his dad are best mates. Um, Theo will never hear a bad word about his dad come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I made that very clear. Bear in mind, if you saw the episode where I shared my story, you will see my views towards his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got no intention of changing that mm-hmm. uh, at all. Uh, I've got no intention of engaging with him. We've mm-hmm. got a birthday party. I make it very clear whether he listens to this or someone listening to this that knows him. I'm not going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I've got no intention. Um, however, I will put on that happy face with best mates for Theo. Yeah. And again, a caveat to that, people can say what they want. I really don't care. When the other person we're talking about in this situation decides to tell a three-year-old that they hate mm-hmm. their mummy and they hate me, mm-hmm. that for me crosses the line of just confirming the kind of person that they are. Mm-hmm. Because when Theo talks to me about his daddy, he, he, he idolizes him like a god. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, I can't stand the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put all that to the side and I will play along like his dad is a god mm-hmm. because that's how, he, that's how it needs to be. Yeah. When someone's going into your child's life and adding and providing how I have done, bearing in mind he, the whole situation, mm-hmm. for that person to then tell their child, who is sweet and innocent and should not understand at that age what the word hate means, to tell that child that they not only hate that person, but they hate that person's mum, mm. that for me is inexcusable. And people can say whatever they want about that, that's inexcusable. Yeah. So I've got no intention of building any bridges. I've got no intentions of being busy mates. I don't care if he changes. Mm. I've got no intention. I don't want that kind of person in my life. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that he has to be in my life because obviously it's his child mm-hmm. that I'm spending most of my time with. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't affect anything of how I show up to Theo. Yeah. I'm not going to change anything. Like I said, as far as Theo's concerned, we're busy mates. Because yeah. even after that, I said, but my daddy doesn't like you. I said, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So I had the conversation nipped in the bud. And I think since then, he's had to change his tune. Yeah. Because Theo, he's realized that I'm not going anywhere and he's realized that Theo likes yeah. me. <laughs> so, so for me, th- th- I know it's a bit of a ranty thing, but it, it bothers me in, that, in yeah. that sense. Like, And I think a lot of people struggle with this. But you, and it, if you're in a similar situation to myself, whether it's a, it's a mum or a dad, you've got to put your ego to the side and mm. do what's best for the little person or people. Yeah. Like whether that, whatever that person's done to you mm-hmm. or your partner in the past, mm. you have to do what's right by the kids. The kids yeah. will figure it out by themselves. Like rightly or wrongly, and it's not it's your clever. and it's not your place to say because at the end of the day, if Theo thinks until he's an adult that his dad is the best person ever in the world, amazing, yeah, hundred percent fantastic. Like you've yeah. got a range of relationship with your dad, amazing, yeah, fantastic. You figure that out by yourself. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that's no one, especially mine, especially mine. Yeah. not my place to say anything. Yeah, it's not my part. And again, if you're coming into a kid's life as well, you, and again, whether or not you know the the ex partner, mm. you should not be influencing that child in any way, shape, or form. That's my opinion. Yeah. You are not that. You are not that kid's biological parent. Mm. You should not be bad mouth, and you should not be saying a single bad thing mm. about that parent. You can say it to other people, yeah. but you do not say it to that child mm. or anywhere near that child. As far as that child's concerned, especially if they they worship and idolize that person, mm. you have to play along. Yeah, as simple as that. Like, and I've got no time for anyone telling me any different yeah. because you don't understand how much you can mess up a child by saying certain stuff like that. Mm. And yeah, hopefully the other person involved 
gets on board with the same page yeah. but if they don't that's his problem not my problem yeah and i think so many people do struggle with that the whole co-parenting thing and being in a new relationship and everything like that and it is difficult um especially when you're on such different pages because mm. on paper co-parenting having a new relationship should be really really easy there is no reason for it to be difficult it can be very transactional and there's no need you know mm. if everyone remains positive but unfortunately it's not like that and i found that hard because some of the things that have happened and, and things like that but i think to use the phrase that you always use is you've got to do what's right and not what's easy mm-hmm. and that's what we kind of mm. and again the situation throughout. has massively improved just for anyone listening yeah, that knows this person like to give him his dues he has stepped up yeah but the reason why he's done that is because i think he realizes that i'm not going anywhere and i had a conversation with, uh, with someone yesterday that, that i met up with and they had it with their partner mm. their, their ex-partner that actually they wanted nothing to do with the kid and as soon as they got a new partner the dad suddenly yeah. wanted to get involved and step their game yeah. up and i think that's the kind of thing where again I'm, I'm cool with that i don't have an issue um because at the end of the day i want him to have a good relationship with his kid that, that's that's fun that's all i want yeah. like, I, I i shouldn't have had to teach him how to ride his bike mm-hmm. that should not be my role yeah don't get me wrong i loved it it was great but i shouldn't have to do these things mm. i mean i will do them because mm. it's what's best for for, for theo yeah. but again for me um i think he's turned a corner hopefully um yeah. but again i don't believe a single thing so we're just gonna <laughs> see where time goes with that but um yeah and also a caveat to that as well is if you're thinking that this is from a male perspective as well male mm. perspective like x boy daniel if you're a male woman as well but mainly male and you don't have your shit together let's say don't have your shit together do not get involved with a woman that has a kid yeah because that's luckily something that again every now and again a little bit like dated people like thank god i never actually went in a relationship with one mm. because the, the stuff that i'd have passed on to that kid inadvertently yeah. and even getting that kid's life because then when you leave when you know you're not ready to be in that relationship mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier you want to link it all the way back you're now not just affecting that woman you're affecting that mm-hmm. kid as well so this goes to, to any guy listening to this like if you're genuinely thinking about getting into an actual committed relationship with a with someone's got a kid or kids mm-hmm. like take a long hard look at yourself and commit to it yeah. and be there this is a long game yeah. because you're now not just breaking up with the mother you're breaking up with a little person that could break their heart as well mm-hmm. so that's a big thing to really like pay attention to and it's not going to be easy especially if you're coming in whatever age the kid is the kid may hate you yeah okay understand that's that's okay yeah. do you mean that that's okay like you mm-hmm. just gotta again do what's right not what's easy mm-hmm. and if the kid again it goes for women as well because sometimes again the the, the the male's got the kid yeah. and the kid may hate you yeah. okay do what's right yeah because over time i think the kid's just testing the boundary yeah and that, that for me is the biggest thing of like just do the right thing and just make sure you're ready for the long game yeah and a couple of questions that i had on the back of this was how do you introduce somebody to mm-hmm. to your child yep. and i guess i don't really have an experience of answering that in the sense that we were friends for such a long time before we were yeah, together i was introduced as a friend yeah i think yeah. <laughs> we got a walk and yeah. whatever but so it was different for me mm-hmm. because theo knew you and knew who you were yep. and and everything yep. so so i can't really answer that but i think for me it's just the advice I would give on that is just make sure you're sure before mm-hmm. you introduce somebody yep. into a little person's life who's pro- who, by definition, the fact that you are dating somebody has clearly had some kind of breakup trauma with their parents. Mm-hmm. So just to be really mindful yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a key thing. Uh, how many questions we got left? Could we just come to the air mark? Uh, just a couple. Okay, let's bash through these. So, um, okay, what is the quality you most value in the other person and what is the most irritating thing? Well, I'll let you go first on this one. Oh, don't do that to you, me. You literally list off all these things. so you, you know, I know, I'm not good. Um, mm. So what quality do I value most? For me, I would say it's like, probably like the, the teamwork and the words that you choose to use. So things like, if I'm struggling or if I'm stuck or if there's a problem or if I'm upset, you will use the word we. Mm-hmm. 
So you will kind of say like, we will get through this or we'll sort a, pro- a solution out to this problem. And that in that moment, it just makes me feel safe and that I'm not alone and I'm not dealing with something mm-hmm. on my own. And it becomes a team and it becomes a collaboration. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would probably say. Mm-hmm. Most irritating. I mean, you've said we're on the hour mark. No. <laughs> um, so for me... You can be honest, I don't care. Hold on. <laughs> like, but the small scale irritating, like, mm. leaving clothes on the floor, but that's really boring. Mm. Um most irritating so one of the also the most things i value in you is your drive your determination like where the business is going and everything like that Mm -hmm. and i like admire that so Mm -hmm. much and it's something that's really important to me Mm -hmm. but equally sometimes you're so on here Mm -hmm. you can't see something here Mm -hmm. that is important for here Mm -hmm. and you've got to be in that headspace Mm -hmm. to listen to that Mm -hmm. but sometimes i'm like you really need to know this now but you're like no, I'm doing this. I'll talk to you later. Or, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and that's just I'm like, you're losing out here, and it's just really effing irritating. And if anyone wonders what we had a conversation about yesterday, <laughs> you're now this. getting an insight into it. So there we go. <laughs> Surprise! If, you, if you're here to the end, that's basically what we talked about yesterday. So there we go. Um, Comes full circle. And yeah, it's just really annoying mm. because I'm like, I have something here that will help you. And naturally, I am not a very assertive person mm-hmm. in the sense I'm not like, you need to listen to this. That's not. Mm-hmm. my style mm-hmm. and then I just get more and more irritated which again is probably on me but sometimes you're so tunnel visioned the outside things coming in you could is a bit annoying when you don't listen mm-hmm. I had a conversation about this year so I'm not going yeah, so to like, and again as I said as, as I before like I, I was very clear that I fully own that as well so um, as I mentioned this on the podcast uh, what's the question uh, things you value uh, what is the quality you most value in the other and what's the most irritating thing uh, honesty and trust is a big thing about yourself like uh, again from day one you've said that trust is one of the biggest things um so yeah that's that's one of the biggest things that i value especially with the stuff that we do as well uh trust is a big thing like number one hundred percent um but trusting me as well so the fact that you trust in me is a big thing so you trust in me sometimes i don't trust in myself well not i don't trust myself but i maybe need a bit of a, a bit, bit doubt myself so that's a big thing that i really really value uh and annoying things again so many uh so so many um like your your ridiculousness with cleaning is insane. The fact that you clean before the cleaner comes is baffles me. And the fact I put my keys down, I turn around to get a drink, and my keys are hanging yeah, up. Yeah, but we have a key. Yeah, hook. I'm joking. Uh, but honestly, genuinely, it's just it's just little things. Uh, but again, a lot of the stuff I've always told you about it, which really isn't much. Like, the, 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 the things that annoyed me were um, that you used to keep things to yourself. Mm. That bothered me. Uh, is the fact that you used to go through a little princess mode to try and get a reaction, and essentially, again, you don't. Like, yeah. It's all this stuff. We had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that really bothers me because it's like, and again, it's not that I've changed you. I made you aware that you were, you were doing it out of old habits yeah it's like you don't need to do this mm. so then you've stopped so that makes sense it's not yeah. like i'm like oh you need to change it's like no no no. it's like i know what the person you are is like i know who you are yeah. as like how you were acting it's was like old me. was old you mm. and it was you're trying to get a response that you didn't need to get mm-hmm. so it's like you know, it wasn't not like i'm trying to change you it's like, oh, you need, it's like no, no no so for me yeah it's just a little like the cleaning weirdness but apart from that it's also nice to have a clip nice clean house so i'm also not <laughs> arguing but anyway yeah yeah okay from now on you can do some of the time there we go so we're gonna pick one more question okay so this is an interesting one to end how do you avoid cheating on katie and does swinging meet that need Great question. Uh, how to avoid cheating on Katie? Very, very easily because um, the reason why I cheated before had nothing to do with the person. So, uh, like the last relationship I mentioned about, the person was incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I literally didn't have a bad thing to say about them. They were an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. I do not have a bad. I again was a. I was a problem in that that, that relationship, um, and I basically realised that I was the issue, and 
so when it comes to cheating, and it, this was saying that cheating's never, in my opinion, my experience, cheating's never about the person. So if you cheat on someone, it's not about that person. Yeah. It's normally you're not having your needs met. Mm -hmm. And it's not even necessarily from that person. Just in life, you yeah. may not be having your needs met mm -hmm. and you think that by doing this thing, you're gonna have a need met. Yeah. Like you're feeling a certain way and you want to not feel this way. Mm -hmm. So you associate doing this thing with that yeah. or you want to self-sabotage because again That's you don't you, yeah you don't think that you're good enough <laughs> yeah. and you've got this person who i've had this multiple times this person is incredible like they're giving you all this love and you mm. feel like you don't don't need that mm. so i'm gonna go and cheat with the hope that i probably get found out so then they leave me because they're gonna leave me anyway but at least i'm in control and of the situation exactly so for me mm. the reason why i won't cheat well first of all swing we'll talk about the swing in a second but regardless of that, like I know myself enough now that I can communicate mm -hmm. with the whole trust thing. If I'm feeling a certain way, because we've said this before, like mm -hmm. we got to a certain stage where, let's use a swinging, got to a certain stage where I had not slept with someone else for a while. Yeah. And I said to you, I was like, I'm starting to get that feeling yeah. that I used to get when I wanted to cheat. Yeah. So I just said it outright. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I'm starting to get that feeling. And it was mm -hmm. really bizarre for me because like, oh wow, this is what it feels like. <laughs> Whereas previously, yeah. previously, I wouldn't even thought about it. Previously, yeah. I'd already gone and cheated. Yeah. So I was like, this is really interesting. So that's why I then sat with that. And this we're talking about now, yeah. what, six, eight, ten, ten months ago-ish, yeah? Yeah, yeah months ago, nearly a year ago. So again, I then was like, oh, this is really interesting. When I sat with that, mm. so like, what's this feeling? And that's what it was. Whenever I was cheating, I got this feeling. I then went to go have sex with somebody else to then get the reward that I wanted. Yeah. This is why I talk on the podcast about trigger action reward. Yeah. I had this trigger of this feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. And again, I was then like, oh, I need to then have sex to get the reward mm -hmm. that I'm seeking, which is the opposite power's feeling. Yeah. But then when I sat with that, I was like, no, oh, this isn't it at all. Yeah. I just literally sat with this feeling like, well, that's not it. Mm. So for me, when it comes to swing, it, it literally swing was like, oh, actually, as someone that literally sleeps with so many women, mm. like, I've actually not slept with someone else for a while. This is weird. <laughs> so I even said, she's like, well, this is yeah. really weird. So then again, we went and organized something. It was great. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, um, just, just swinging scratch itch, yeah. And the way that I describe, I think, I can't remember, does it use the ice cream analogy on the yeah, last episode? Yeah, my ice cream analogy. Yeah, so the, the, uh, again, for, for the people that didn't know that, when it comes to swimming, swinging, which is a lot more common than what you think, um, again, it's, for me, ice cream. Like, I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. You give me mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's amazing. We're very, very compatible. Like, you fulfill all my needs. Brilliant. But every now and again, you kind of want strawberry mm -hmm. or you want rum and raisin or you want um just normal chocolate vanilla whatever it's like you, you want yeah, a different yeah. flavor ice cream or even you want mint chocolate chip but a different brand yeah yeah so again we met a couple the other day mm. literally the, the person was almost <laughs> identical to you and it was bizarre <laughs> me, and the, me and the partner were laughing <laughs> but literally laughing our heads off it was like, it's like two for one but it was just different but, and the whole thing is yeah. like the trust is there mm. and i'm not doing it for any other reason yeah, yeah. it's just something different yeah. like, and, that, and that's it and it's th th that for me yes it scratches that itch but even if that wasn't there i still wouldn't cheat because yeah. there's something within me that I've worked out on mm. why I did that. It was, it was me that was the issue. Mm. It wasn't having sex. Having the sex, the external thing, wasn't the thing. That wasn't and the thing. And that's very rarely why people cheat. Just to have sex. Yeah, just like, but, but, again, but again, but then this is also this mm. when it comes to communication. So if there's something that you need sexually, mm. and it's the thing, people don't talk about sex. People are probably cringing that we're talking about yeah. swinging. Like people hate talking about sex. Sex is a massive part of relationships. Yeah. And if you've got a need or a desire, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm just going to completely throw something out there. I don't care what anyone thinks of it. Let's say anal sex. Yeah. Let's say anal sex is your thing mm -hmm. and your partner's not into it, yeah. but you absolutely love it. Yeah. Can you go the rest of your life without it? If the answer is no, then you're going to go and cheat because at some point you're going to want it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're either going to pay for it mm -hmm. or you're going to go find somebody that offers it, whatever it is. Yeah. But if you're having that conversation, listen, this is really important to me, but like, is there any reason why you're not into it? Can we do it? Mm -hmm. oh, I had a very bad experience when I was younger. Oh, okay. But actually, because again, I know this, someone's done this mm -hmm. and someone's literally then paid for them to go and see somebody else. Mm -hmm. They've literally paid for their partner yeah. because they wanted it. They didn't want to provide okay. it. So again, I know that's the thing, but people don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And actually, what you find is that again, when it comes to swinging, it's like, oh, I want, I want to see with somebody else and then like, oh, I don't want my partner to do that. So mm. have the conversation. Yeah. 
to have a conversation yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't actually know because maybe your partner's got no interest in yeah. sleeping with other guys but actually you've said it and maybe they're very heavily bisexual yeah. and actually maybe they wanted to explore with girls mm-hmm. okay well have that conversation and you're never as a guy going to be able to meet that need exactly so it's not about it's not about yeah. you yeah, so yeah. when it comes to swinging it's, and you know this it's not about you yeah and you know the same thing it's not about me yeah. that's what I'm saying like oh says Kate goes with the guys yeah I don't care like I'm so comfortable within myself yeah. sexually and our relationship mm. that it does not bother me and I think it and I think people need to reframe it so people think that people go into swinging or whatever because something is missing mm. no most people go into it if they're going into it for the right reasons yeah, right it's reasons. to add on yeah. it's to add something extra as opposed to fill a gap yeah because that's and what normally happens is like the, the guy wants to do it but the girl doesn't but then the girl's a yeah, people pleaser really and, and I've had that before because again I was swinging before I got yeah. with you as well and literally I, I met a woman from, from a couple and she was not into it mm. and after we done the deep, we spoke about it afterwards and she was like yeah my kind of partner was like not forcing yeah. her as one with it like I'm doing it for him and she initially had a whole full-blown conversation about it yeah. and then she ended up breaking up with him in the end because like mm. I don't want this she's like I do not want this but I feel like if I can't don't do this then he's going to leave me yeah. so I had a full-blown conversation about it I was like yeah. this is not cool like you shouldn't be doing this like it should be something that you want to do yeah. you feel safe you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and she's like no I'm just only doing it because he wants it it's like yeah. that's not that's not how this should be and that's, that's not like how it should be anything in a relationship no you know you shouldn't people please and I think whatever you do, whether it be swinging or whatever you do in your relationship, it's got to be based on trust. You've got to communicate. It has to be trust. Yeah. It has to be trust. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, if, you, if, if I don't trust you, mm-hmm. how am I going to go let you sleep with another guy? If you don't yeah. trust me, how are you going to let me go sleep with another woman? How is it going to work? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing for me. It's, that's just, just the, the epitome of trust. I'm not saying you've got to do this to prove that you trust each other. No. It's not about that. No, 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 no. But it's like everything comes from trust. Yeah. And again, it's like communication, the expectation. What do you want out of this? Mm-hmm. So I already know what you want out of it. Yeah. What do I want out of it? You already know. Yeah. And if we're being completely honest, like we get that, we get it perfectly met. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. and I'm not feeling, I'm feeling a certain way. Like the other day, I was like, oh, not this way. Oh yeah, well actually, let's go sort it out. Yeah. But, uh, it, it's, and sort it out, done, everyone's happy. And that's the point. And again, actually, you meet some great people out of it as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, and honestly, people think, oh, it's just like seedy dirty, seedy. No. no, we have honestly met some amazing people that are actually really good friends of ours yeah. now. Yeah. Because actually, those kind of people that are in it for the right reasons, you've got similar values. Yeah. You're very aligned. Yeah. Um, so it's also a great way to meet other new, new cool people. Yep. Yeah. So there we go. Great question. Great questions. Uh, no, we'll leave it there. But as long as these questions have been absolutely fantastic. Um, so again, thank you for everyone actually, because again, they're anonymous. I don't know who asked, yeah. asked the questions, but some really good questions. Hopefully that's added some sort of insight and value. If you've got any follow-on questions, if you're on YouTube, uh, put them in the comments below and we'll, we'll get on that. And if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a follow. Um, yeah, Katie, thank you very much. No worries. Bye-bye.